Welcome to the Moms Hustle Different Podcast, where we discuss Black moms navigating work and motherhood. Welcome to another episode of Moms Hustle Different. I'm your host, Brenda Miller. Sometimes the best opportunities that you have are the ones that you never thought would be the opportunities for you. I was so inspired by my guest today because she for real (laughs) fell into her current career path and pivoted beyond measure when COVID hit. Sometimes taking a chance and letting your career find you is the best thing that you can do for yourself. I just took a yoga class the other day with Chelsea Jackson Roberts on the Peloton app. And one of the things that she said was, when you want to quit, just take a second to breathe and refocus. And that's what I feel like Joy Rush did. So I encourage you today to listen and get inspired. And as always, don't forget to let me know what you think after the episode. I want to hear from you. All right, now let's get into the episode with Joy Rush. A native of Richmond, Virginia, Joy Rush is the owner of Yoga Joy Kids Studio, now a virtual kids play-based yoga platform for kids and families. Joy aims to introduce yoga, meditation, and mindfulness to children and families of all ages. With a goal to fill the diversity gap, Joy features children from all different ethnicities and backgrounds in her work, such as her new bestseller, Yoga Fun A to Z. Joy is a certified yoga instructor and has quickly become a leader in her field with sponsored Yoga Joy online programs all over the country. Joy is the mother of one son, Henry, age nine, who is a Taekwondo black belt. Joy and her son enjoy spending quality time with fun games, writing books together, and in learning new things from each other every day. Welcome to the podcast, Joy. I'm so excited to have you. Hi, thank you. I'm excited to be here. So, you know, we start off the podcast every week with our guests bragging on their babies. So if you could, could you brag on Henry for us? Oh, absolutely. I could probably brag on him all day. (laughs) (laughs) But I put a little bit of his brag in my um, bio that my son just got his black belt before his ninth birthday, um, just like in the past few months. So I'm so proud of him. That was his goal to get his black belt before he was 10 years old. And he did it and he did it well, like in the midst of COVID, he still practiced online with his instructors. Um, When when he came to take his test, that was just going off of pure knowledge from online instruction. So that was tough for him, but he did it. He came in, you know, did his testing with his masters and me and his dad, and he got that black belt and I'm so proud of him. That's exciting, especially (laughs) to do it in the middle of COVID. I mean, that is something else. Mm -hmm. Um, And speaking of Henry, where were you in your career when you became a mom? Wow. When I found out that I was going to be a mom, first of all, I didn't even know (laughs) 
I was pregnant for the first few months. Um, so I was in corporate America when I found out I was a mom. I was working um, in education, which I actually worked in education. Majority of my career, I worked in higher education. So I was the assistant director for a um, university locally. And I recruited students and I did a lot of traveling and, you know, things like that for the university. Very intense job. And I did, I found I was pregnant in the first, what, first year of marriage. Um, So it was a lot. Yeah. (laughs) First year, first, first, well, I found out I was pregnant with him at about, I think I was already four months by then um, that I realized that I was pregnant. And um, yeah, first year of marriage, first, first four months of marriage. I definitely um, understand that. I <laughs> got married in November, found out I was pregnant in March. Had him, mm. had him two weeks after our first anniversary. So wow. I completely understand. <laughs> I remember being like so big on our like anniversary because he was born in um, June and our anniversary is in May. I'll never forget my husband took me to this beautiful restaurant for our anniversary, first anniversary. And I was so massive, <laughs> <laughs> but it was all love and it was a good time. But yeah, I, I remember that. That was, that was crazy. <laughs> so as you were in your career and you're an assistant director and you're recruiting and traveling, what was in your mind, you know, being pregnant and how that could, you know, be impacted by your job? Honestly, fear. I was terrified. I was excited to have this little person, um, but I was definitely terrified because I had built this career in higher ed that I was pretty much succeeding in. And I was terrified because, number one, I was the only person on my team that was, um, bearing child like having a kid so it was scary like I, I'm not gonna even lie to you I thought about all the things like oh my goodness what if I try you know I lose my job or this or that um, luckily I ended up finding a really really good position with a different university I did a lot more travel but they were super flexible with me because of the travel. So that was pretty awesome. And then of course my now ex-husband, he was super supportive with the position and the travel. Sometimes we, I would take little Henry with me if I could, of course we would have to pay for him, but it was that flexibility and being able to come home for a couple of days after I've been gone for a couple of days that really, really made that transition in a career work-life balance. But I also had a really, really supportive husband. So it was, it was hard, but it was manageable. And it was all literally just time management and letting him know what my schedule was like so that we could pre-plan everything, even, you know, babysitting if need be, just making sure we communicated because that's, that, that can be really difficult when a mom is gone and I was breastfeeding. Yeah, it's definitely, I've been there traveling and breastfeeding and pumping and doing all of that and Mm -hmm. trying to figure out how you're going to make it work, Um, the breaks and stuff like that. So (laughs) I can't see how that could be 
you know, frustrating, but it's always good when you have that support, whether it's through your family, like your husband, or through um, your work, supporting the fact that they know that you're a mom and that you have mom things to do as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. So at that point, you're at another university. At what point do you start to explore yoga? Like, was that something that you've always enjoyed to do? Surprisingly, no. Um, I was not a fan of yoga. I was a Zumba girl. So I used to do Zumba a lot at the local gym. And one day I saw this lady who had, um, I'll be honest, she had just this gorgeous figure and she was elder. She was an elder. She was, at the time, she was probably in my grandmother's age, but she had this very wonderful physique. And I just asked her, I said, Hey, what do you do? She was like, I do Zumba, but I really attribute my physique and my, um, focus on yoga. Mm. And it took me by storm that she said that. So I tried it, but I'll be honest with you. I wasn't really taken by it at the time. Yeah. But when Henry started school, he was about five years old, five, five years old when they start school. Right. And then he goes to kindergarten. Then he goes to Taekwondo and he comes home and starts to do meditation. I was like, wow, okay, maybe I need to rethink this yoga thing. So I started to go back into yoga and really try to hone in on how it makes me feel because I was going through all types of anxiety. And at the time when I thought about yoga and Zumba and all those things, I was just thinking about it for a physical thing, right? Yeah. But when he came home and he would get upset with me and he would start sitting on the floor saying, hmm, Mm-hmm. <laughs> it totally hit me that maybe I'm thinking about this yoga thing in the wrong way. I should be really thinking about yoga as a means for a release to, you know, dissolve some of this anxiety in a yeah. totally different way than what I thought about it when I was first introduced to it. So I kind of had to be reintroduced to yoga, but I'm so glad I did. I'm so glad he came home meditating from Taekwondo because they do that after every class. Um, And I'm so glad he did because that not only sparked my interest, but it also made me think, man, if my kid can be impacted by this, think of how many other kids possibly need this. Yeah. So tell us more about that. Like, how do you go from the point where you are recruiting in education, you're working in higher education, and you just try Zumba class, I mean, try a yoga class. You're like, okay, this is great. It seems like it's doing, <laughs> you know, like meditation is working for my son. Let me see if this works for me yeah. to actually having an entire studio. <laughs> well, I had tried multiple businesses before in the past, like side gigs, right? Side hustles, right? So I just literally saw it one day and I took it as a sign that I need to become certified in this. And I honestly wanted to just use it as a volunteer system and just volunteer with local, um, like the Boys and Girls Club and places like that to be a mentor. Because I was in higher education, a huge part of my job was mentoring. I used to use that as a way to get college students engaged so they would also come to the university, you know, be interested in graduate programs, kind of just put that um, seed there with the with the with the um, high schoolers so that was a big part of my job already was mentoring so I was like okay I can use this as a way to mentor kids it's something I enjoy doing 
Um, but then I did. I started going to the Boys and Girls Club and different churches and places like that on my own just for fun after I got certified, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and the certification program was so amazing. Like I had never seen you know, this fun dance yoga program before. So because of my experience in learning about this more fun-based yoga program, it just opened my eyes to an entire different world. Like, I was like, man, I can make this fun. Like, I can totally rock this. But I still didn't think about this as a business until I had a mom to ask me to come to her school and she wanted to pay me a pretty good sum of money for it because it was like 20 kids or something. So I was like, wow, so this could possibly be a legitimate business. Yeah, I mean, shoot, I can imagine it becoming something that you're enjoying and then you're visiting different places and you're volunteering. And then somebody asked you, says, hey, I'll give you money to come to yeah. my school. How did that make you feel? Excited. Yeah. <laughs> I was so excited. I mean, you know, when you're just doing something out of the kindness of your heart, but it, sometimes, you know, you have to see those signs for yourself. Like I'm a definitely a, a very spiritual woman. So I do take different signs you know and like when I saw the yoga um certification program online I was like okay I've been thinking about this thing I'm just gonna do it um and then they gave me a discount which made it even better um so I look at those signs and I just kind of follow them you know it's like almost like following the stars or whatever (laughs) or following your heart really follow your heart So I really took it as a sign is maybe I need to invest some time and energy in this and see where it takes me. Um, I didn't realize it would take me to a whole studio. (laughs) I'll be honest with you. I did not think in my, what year, in a year and a half, I would be signing a contract to a studio in one of the best malls in Richmond. That was not in the plan at all. Not in any way. Like not even when I stepped through the doors at the mall, I went there to um, sign up for their mommy and me play date program Mm -hmm. and the lady that I met with she said well I think we could use your program here to attract more families and I laughed I honestly I laughed I said ma'am I'm sorry but I'm a new business owner I'm just starting out I have a few schools that I'm rotating and she just simply asked me like you know she asked me about a little bit about my background the financials and things like that to see check on affordability and they made it affordable for me wow it was like yeah (laughs) that's fantastic so at that point were you still like working at the college too No, actually, no. At that point, I wasn't still working at the college. Surprisingly, I had took a marketing job not too long after working for the college because I just really enjoyed the marketing pieces of higher education. Um, And the the place closed down. (laughs) So it was a perfect opportunity for me to step away. But also at the time, my husband's business, um, Joe, the cart guy, let me give him a quick shout out. If you need Mm -hmm. a food cart, contact him for sure. But his business had really taken off. So it allowed me to step into um, the business world a little bit on my own. That's awesome. I mean, it's amazing how things happen and how things kind of line up for Mm -hmm. success and especially being able to move so quickly in a new business that um, is remarkable. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because at first I was juggling it. So I was one of those moms, you know, doing my side hustle, working full time, all of that. I was definitely, definitely that mom. Um, But it just lined up that way that I was able to get unemployment because my job had closed down. So they offered me a package and, you know, it was nothing else that they could do. But I was able to maintain financially, thank goodness, and still be able to start up my business. And then when that opportunity came for the studio, it was no way I was turning that down. It was no possible way, <laughs> even though I was scared. I was I was terrified to make the money back. I was. So how did you, I mean, you're doing this. And then when COVID hits, how mm. do you um, bounce back and figure out how you're going to adjust when you have an in-person program with children that hit hard honestly um I almost gave up I almost said you know what maybe I should just you know take a job online you know make what I was making before this you know I can get a job right higher education is always hiring you know so but I took a pause for a minute and I realized that my parents were already engaging in my social media posts a lot. And I was also getting emails from schools about alternative programs that they could do um, virtually. Mm -hmm. So when I saw that, I immediately said, okay, Joy, you need to post more. You need to make sure you have a really good virtual presence so that your um, parents and your moms know that you're here and that you hear them. Let's give them something to enjoy while they're figuring out this quarantine process. So I would post online every day for two weeks. I did like a 10, 15 minute little yoga, something yoga fun Fridays, you know, all type of things like that so that I can just continue to build on my, um, my clientele. And eventually I was hired by places in Georgia in North Carolina and New York, all over the country that I had never expected to work with before. Because of course, my business plan was simply to be local and mm-hmm. to maybe have some virtual things every now and then, but it wasn't, it definitely wasn't based on a virtual concept. That's cool. And then how were yeah. you, like, how did you balance that with a nine-year-old who is in virtual school as well? That's the tricky part. (laughs) So (laughs) at first he didn't like it, honestly, because he felt like I remember him telling me one time, mommy, you're always in a class. Um, I do have support. I do have two other instructors that support. So I'm not all alone in this thing. And I do believe that a team succeeds much better than you alone. But I still did have to do majority of my classes because of course, you know, we're trying to rebuild finances and things in the business, right? So I remember him telling me, mommy, you're always in a class all the time. Every time I'm out of school, you're always in a class. So I did have to balance and I ended up doing a schedule with him. So I said, okay, this is your schedule and this is mommy's schedule. So you know everything I'm doing and what my schedule looks like because I don't want you to think that I'm ignoring you just because I'm in a class or I have a conference call with a school or a parent. I want you to know what is going on with me and I'm not trying to avoid you or ignore you or not give you my time. So being that he's nine, I'm pretty lucky because I get to have those discussions, but he still is emotional. He's an, he's a great kid. He's a, he's a kid that gives a lot, but he expects it in back in return. So, Mm -hmm. but I had to communicate with him. I had to 
um, definitely communicate. And I think a lot of uh, times we think, oh, you know what, kids, they do what we tell them to do. Mm, Sometimes you got to make sure you make that proper communication, though. Yeah, that's really important. Yeah, I love the transparency that you gave him, because sometimes a lot of us were raised in situations where it's do as I say, do Mm -hmm. what I say. You don't need an explanation. You're the child. I'm an adult. Um, And being able to help him understand so that he's understanding slowly to his age level, of course. Yeah. You know, like I'm not in a class to ignore you or so that I can't spend time with you. It's so that we can continue to provide for you. (laughs) That we can do things that, um, you know, bring opportunities into our family and Mm -hmm. you know something that you also love to do mommy needs time to do things that she loves to do so I love that transparency Mm -hmm. that you had with him absolutely and I I think I like when he tells me that too like he'll be like I'll be like Henry let's watch a movie together he'll be like mommy I really only get to play my games on the weekend so I really want to play my game you know so Mm -hmm. (laughs) even though it kind of hurts my feelings a little bit but he gets the communication of it and that's really the big, the big thing about it is making sure we both understand how to communicate properly. That makes sense. I love that. And I love how you are able to take and flip um, your business from being in person to branching out and having virtual opportunities for people to support your business um, and to be a part of this Yoga Joy empire that um love it coming out so I know that you recently wrote a book could you tell us a little bit more about um yoga fun from a to z yes yoga fun a to z it is my pride and joy and Henry's actually on the front cover he's a little boy with the little dreadlocks and the blue shirt (laughs) so yoga fun a to z literally is many, many poses from A to Z, but not only that, it's also over 10 different ethnicities and backgrounds in the book. Um, And I purposely did it that way because I work with a very diverse pool of individuals, very diverse. And I'm talking black, white, immigrants, everything you can think of. So it's not just um, a streamlined business or a streamlined customer that I have. Mm -hmm. Um, So I wanted to make sure that it did reach all, not only my customers, but also reach just people in general, they felt good about the book and that they can, their kid can see themselves in the book. So that was super, super important to me. Um, But it has over 30 poses in there. Plus it also has partner poses. So poses that you can do with a friend. Nice. Yeah. And it's also used as a training manual for new instructors. I use it with them because a lot of the times they don't know how to say a yoga story properly or how to introduce this new pose so it allows you to have these prompts in there everything from yoga poses to um, like quiet time which is actually a meditation to B is for balloon breathing which is an actual mindfulness breathing technique so it's all different it's mindfulness it's yoga it's meditation storytelling I even have one teacher that sent me this long message about how she's going to include it with her literacy um, projects for the kids. Nice. I mean, it's good to see new ways that you probably couldn't have imagined five years ago. 
<laughs> that you're able to connect with people across the country, whether through your book or through your courses and classes. I never, you're right. I never picture this in a million years, to be honest with you. I just, I, for some reason in my head, and I'm so glad that this time allowed us to kind of sit for a minute with our thoughts and with our creativity to pivot, even though unfortunately COVID has been not the best um, situation for anyone to be in a pandemic, but it has allowed me to pause and to transition and be creative in a different way. So what advice would you give to other moms who are considering branching out into something or they're figuring out what it is that they want to do? We have a lot of working moms here who are just, you know, navigating every day um, their careers. What advice would you give to them? Well, my advice is probably not the most conventional advice, actually. Um, I would love to say follow your dream, follow your passions, and definitely do that. But I also want to keep, want to encourage to invest your time into a sales background. Hmm, Very, very unconventional. But because I worked in higher education, it equated to a lot of sales training. So with that being said, I'm very well um, versed in how to make connections to close um, on my accounts and to also follow up properly all the things you need to do to make it a solid business. And that's super, super, super important. You can have all the dreams in the world, all the desire in the world. But having a solid sales background, looking at YouTube videos and how to contact someone or how to close a deal is super, super, super important. And also being yourself, just be yourself. All your personality, put it on the table. People are going to love who you are more than anything. That's awesome. Sometimes we can focus on a lot of different training. Maybe it's training in our specific niche or area, um, but we often can forget that nobody's going to know about our niche area unless we're focusing a little bit more on sales and even some marketing and being able to understand um, what that looks like as you're trying Mm -hmm. to share your business with people um, and knowing the right procedures and things to go about. So that's awesome advice. Um, and being yourself is always good. We get so much comparison among other moms, among other business people looking side to side, but being yourself is the best thing that we can do for, um, for ourselves and for others, honestly. <laughs> oh yes, absolutely. Cause no one in the world, like I've, I learned really quickly that You know, there can be a million hairstylists because there is, there's a million of them everywhere, but people go to them for different reasons. Mm -hmm. And that's just what we have to remember that someone is going to go to you as a real estate or someone's going to listen to your podcast because they like you, they like your style, you know? So absolutely. I love that. So are there um, ways that you would love for people to connect with you or anything new going on? Um, with Yoga Joy Kids Studio that you'd like to share? Well, definitely connect with me. If you have any questions, you can always reach out at hello at yogajoyrva.com. And I'm also Yoga Joy RVA on Instagram and on Facebook. And the website is the same, 
yogajoyrva.com. And I do have some programs coming up um, that are virtual online ballerina yoga program, which is one of our most popular programs. The first 10 students to sign up are going to get a tutu that was made by one of my instructors. And the program you can sign up, it doesn't matter where you live or where you where you are, you can sign up. It's virtual with a live instructor and a trained ballet teacher as well. So yeah, we have some fun programs coming up. Definitely check out the website. Awesome. I'm so glad you were able to join us on the podcast this week. I am super grateful to have had the opportunity to speak with you and especially learn how you're able to turn an in-person business into an online business (laughs) during the middle of COVID um, with so much grace. So I think that's awesome. And I think people will get a lot from it. Thank you. This was fun. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining the podcast, Joy. (laughs) Absolutely. Wow. Joy literally started a whole yoga business from scratch and then switched it to virtual in the middle of a pandemic. (laughs) If you want to hear more about Joy's business and want her team to teach your child yoga, be sure to click the links in my bio to connect with her. Also, remember, if you're on Apple Podcasts, take the time to rate the podcast and write a review. Otherwise, join my Instagram family and join the email list. The links are in the show notes. See y'all next week.